Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 78, Retromania Wrestling. In the studio with me today is Threaten the Savage. What's up, Threaten? I went shirt shopping. <laughs> you did a piss poor job. And with us via phone from Philadelphia is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who's putting together a video game that you are all going to buy, which is coming out, uh, what, springtime, right? Is that projected date? Yes. Okay. For the yeah, Nintendo first Switch? Quarter next year. First quarter next year, we got uh, for the Nintendo Switch has been announced, the Xbox, and I believe Steam as well, right? Correct. All right. Mike Herman of Retrosoft Studios. What's going on, Mike? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're the fucking man. (laughs) Yeah, we're ready to rock. I've been super pumped to have this episode with you. Uh, Ever since I came across your game, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, man, dude, like somebody's got promote this dude and like talk to him and I, what you're doing is super cool so for all you out there listening who don't know what retromania wrestling is it is essentially the spiritual successor to an old school wwf arcade game that we grew up on and loved uh called WrestleFest. and uh mike I, at this point i'm gonna let you take it away and kind of give the people out there and what we like to call the jp woo the 411 all right, so yeah, so you, you uh, summed it up perfectly. Uh, we're we're kind of a spiritual successor. If you look at any of our videos, you'll you'll it'll feel very uh, familiar by looking at the graphical style that we're using in the game. But we we really what uh, I grew up playing, and what you guys grew up playing, a two D arcade style wrestling game, aren't really made anymore. Um, we only really have, and as wrestling fans and as video gamers, we only have two choices right now to play on all the major consoles, and that's Fire Pro and uh, the WWE 2K game, and there isn't really that that uh, 2D arcade style game. Fire Pro is a little closer, but I would say it's more of a simulation. And it's just I wanted to bring back that real fun 2D. You know, you, you see those big characters when you go into the arcade when you were a kid that jumped off at, out at you. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to recreate. And I loved. I played a ton of that original game, and I wanted to I wanted to update that and add some stuff that wasn't in that game and. You know, change up the gameplay a little bit, keeping that kind of uh, same feel that the original had. Yeah, and from all the screenshots, everything I've seen, you've been able to pull that off. It look, I, I'm super fucking stoked. The way that I've explained it to a couple of friends, and this is me having you know no intimate knowledge of the game, like as far as like gameplay or anything, just what I've seen and kind of forming my own opinion on it. But it, it kind of reminds me of like a, um almost like a fire pro wrestling meets like wrestle fest, you know, that's, um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good summary of it. Uh, can yeah. you elaborate uh, a little bit on some of like the game modes and, uh, are we going to see titles yeah. and stuff? Absolutely. Uh, one of my big things, and I, I've seen this comment a bunch, so I'm not the only one out there. I thought I might be the only crazy one, but just something about somebody wearing a championship belt to the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, coming out and wearing their championship. I mean, I, in the 2D game, I don't, I don't know if anybody's done that. I think I know the 3D games do, but just we're going to see championship belts. Um, nice. We have the House of Hardcore title. Um, we have a couple other titles that we haven't announced yet that we will in the next probably uh, maybe three, four weeks. Um, but yeah, there's going to be titles involved as far as game modes. We're going to have obviously tag team and uh, our retro rumble, as we call it. Nice. You know, copyright. Ending. Um, <laughs> and, and then, uh, <laughs> and then we're also going to do singles matches, um, six man, eight man tag matches, 
uh, cage matches, and then you know that's the basic stuff. And then right. we want to see what else we can we can squeeze in as much as we can before launch, and then whatever we can get to post launch, assuming we get a little bit of success and we get some people interested in the game. You know, in in today's day and age, the good thing about modern video games, even if you're making a retro style game, is just because you launch the game doesn't mean you can't update it, right? So exactly. we want to. This is really a a passion for me, a passion project, and I it's stuff I want to play, and I want to jam as much good wrestling stuff in this as you can as we can. Hell yeah! You better fix that tornado DDT then, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the one of the things we're working on today. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this, Mike. Um, so you're talking about Tommy Dreamer, and we'll get to the roster here in a minute. But um, House of Hardcore, there's got to be weapons in this game, right? Yeah. So so far, we've only saw, shown chair shots, but uh, we will get to other weapons definitely. It's kind of a requirement when we say we're using the House of Hardcore brand, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and another thing, I mean, you guys have a pretty damn diverse roster from what you've revealed. Um, just off the top of my head, uh, for you guys out there listening, uh, they got uh, the entire Blue World Order, the BWO. So you got Hollywood Nova, yeah. you got the Blue Meanie, and you got Stevie Richards. Uh, you also have Austin Idol, which threw me for a loop. I'm like, dude, that's so fucking cool. Uh, for people who are unaware of who Austin Idol is, Google him. He was a huge star in what, like the late 70s? Idolmania. Yeah, Idolmania was running wild. You know, I, Hogan... Hogan took a little bit from Austin. I don't come on. We all know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got Zack Sabre Jr., who is a super hot commodity right now out on, uh, I guess, I don't know if you want to call New Japan. You know, they're not really an indie, but right. you know what I mean? Zack Sabre's a, a big name right now. Uh, you have Tommy Dreamer. You got the fucking Road Warriors, dude. <laughs> That's yep. you know, Hawk and Animal. That is so cool. And, um, we were talking the other day, you know, you're like, how can you, like, do a game like this and not have those guys, you know? Right. Um, Hawk right. and Animal. They're the boss in the original game. Yeah. yeah. And um, every other kind of wrestling game in um, that came out in the 80s, like in the arcade, 2D games like Matt Manny, all ripped off Animal. Yeah. You know, you had that Mohawk guy that was all, that's Animal. Everybody thought, oh, that's from one of the Road Warriors, you know? Oh, they had to back in the day. I remember, well, shit, this, um... We all know about like the generic ripoff action figures. You go to like a dollar store, and they have basically oh, yeah. yep. like the Absolutely. hollowed out He-Man build bodies. But yep. if you yep. remember, when I was a little kid, I think I was like fucking. I don't know how I remember this either. Um, I was probably around six years old, seven years old. I had the old AWA figures of the Road Warriors. You remember those? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and it, they were they had almost like the I had those. I had a. Like the Rambo figures from when they had the uh, the yeah, cartoon. I had the Rambo figures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. the same thing. That you know, the hard bodies that yeah. you could only turn the waist and the arms yeah. moved up and down. But then they had like the soft rubber heads. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. Yeah, those were awesome. I mean, I, I mean, you would take anything you could and wrestle with them. You know, oh, yeah. growing yeah. up, you were into wrestling. Now I remember that's what I used my GI Joes for primarily was just wrestling. I, yeah, because you could articulate all the all the movements and you actually do moves with them. Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I built my I built a little ring out of wood and rubber bands and nails. <laughs> a amount of wood. That was a that was a full house joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, dude, I was a weird kid with my action figures. I used to. I had a shit. I don't know how like involved you are in like comic books or anything, but uh, 
when I was a kid, dude, I, I mean, I had all the Marvel uh, X-Men line from Toy Biz and, you know, Spider-Man, all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was a big, I was a big guy, the 90s X-Men animated show. Oh, I dude. I was into that. I, I absolutely And actually, it. As, a, as a side note, I just, I was at my brother's yesterday, actually, and I, and my parents had given him some, this sign I had. It's like a 18-foot sign that was a giveaway you know pizza hut was giving away like the, the vhs tape oh i remember those i still have one yeah back yeah. in the 90s yeah so i've acquired i will say this huge when i was a kid this sign from pizza hut and it's it's probably i think it's like 18 feet long by about four feet wide and it's cyclops and the x-men logo so that's what we hung in my base <laughs> Oh yeah, you hamburgled that motherfucker, didn't you? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's all right. I'm not gonna say how it was acquired. I acquired a giant Darth Vader off the top of a Burger King out where we're from. When <laughs> statute <laughs> of limitations and all that stuff is yeah. already passed, so you guys are good yeah. to go. Brag <laughs> about your theft, yeah. Your thievery. <laughs> yeah, you know what we say. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I totally remember that. I remember uh, Pizza Hut, dude, back in the day doing the shit with the Ninja Turtles, the movie, and they'd oh, yeah. come out with that uh, yep. the tape, too, like, where the turtles! <laughs> <laughs> it was so cheesy and so, so horrible. Bad. It was really bad. But well, you look- not as bad as the sequel with Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. By oh, the Ninja, Ninja, <laughs> rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I made a funny, ha, <laughs> ha, Oh, good times, man. Good times for sure. Um, but getting back into the game, so like I say, you guys just made a, as of this recording, this is being recorded uh, the la- very last day of September. Um, this episode is actually airing on October 2nd. For those of you out there listening, you guys just dropped, Retrosoft Studios just dropped a huge bombshell. Oh, I think it's a fucking bombshell, um, yeah. especially because this guy's been in the news as of late. Um, John Morrison, Johnny Nitro... Johnny Mundo, whatever you want to call him, but you guys are gonna call him Johnny Retro, which is so fucking cool. Yep. Let me get a let me get a shout count on that. I forgot which one. <laughs> Never mind, threatening you fucking dog. I messed dude. up. <laughs> which one? Excellent. Okay. Go ahead. Pitch it again. <laughs> Never mind. Take two. But, uh, yeah, Take you guys two. you guys announced uh John Morrison, aka Johnny Retro, as Excellent. being Excellent. <laughs> yeah, there we go. As uh <laughs> The next reveal on your roster, and not only that, he's uh, essentially that's what your story mode is based around, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, we just thought, you know, we um, we got in contact with him uh, via Tommy Dreamer when they they they're friends, like, and they work together at Impact. And mm-hmm. when once we signed Tommy, we had interest in in Johnny, and uh, Tommy got us in touch with him. We talked through everything, and he he at the time he wasn't sure what he was doing. Like, uh, and he, you know, we didn't know anything. We had no idea, you know, where he was going to end up if he yeah. was even going to be wrestling again. But I always liked watching him. I was a big fan of his. Yeah. I watched uh, Glow. He was on a couple episodes of Glow. Yeah, Glow's great. My son great. is a huge survivor. My son's a huge Survivor fan. And uh, like Eye of the Tiger. Not no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I don't know what you mean. Sorry about Burning that. Burning Heart. No, Burning Heart. And he liked that song better. But no. um, the the CBS show Survivor with Scott Rose. Mm-hmm. And uh, John was on that uh, two seasons ago. Yeah, and um, and he's not super into wrestling. But when I told him we signed the Bertaccio, he that's where he was called on um, Survivor. He was all <laughs> into that. But um, what? It, you know, it just he was a good fit. 
And just the way he, he uh, one of the unique things about him and his, his uh, persona in wrestling is he's one of the few guys that can take it with him wherever he goes. And just by saying Johnny and changing the last thing, everybody knows who he is. He has instant recognition, you know, he's recognized instantly. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is. You know, and we thought, you know, what would be better than Johnny Retro? Oh, yeah. And, you know, and he was totally into it. And um, so we decided, you know what, he would make a great, uh, great person to revolve the story around. Um, and so that's what, uh, that's what we did. Fuck yeah! I let you know. And we're just we're, we're so psyched, and I think everyone was blown away every time, especially due to the news where he is allegedly signing or signed or whatever now, you want to say. Let me uh, ask you about. Earlier, uh, yeah, let me ask you about that, that real quick, Mike. Does that kind of worry you guys in a way? Because you know the big bad E, as I like to call. No, him. no. I mean, they can't really so, do anything, you know, right? Yeah, I mean, we were signed before he signed anything. Like we signed right. our contract with him. We've been sitting on this for months. Doesn't that um, suck we if you got crazy. something that big and you're just, you just, you want to fucking tell everybody, you know? And it's like, oh, right. God. Yeah, no, it's tough not to say that. But it wasn't necessarily, the only reason we weren't announcing it was we had kind of strategically lined it up. Mm-hmm. And we actually, you know, we might have moved him up a little bit in the order because um, he's going to be in the media a little more with this whole, now that he is coming back. But um, yeah, no, we're not worried at all. Like, it was signed like, I don't know, I want to say three months ago, if not more, uh, that we signed him. So before he was even talking to anybody else. Nice. So, and then, you know, if you remember the old Legends of Wrestling games. Yeah. They yeah. had a lot of guys in there that ended up being signed. I have both I of them. Hogan was signed on the, by the WWE after he was on the cover of that. Yeah. You know, and then the game came out, you know. So it, there's precedence been set. And plus our contracts dated before, just the way contracts work. We didn't we under any concern with it legally or any other way. So it's all good. Fuck yeah. Glad Excellent. to hear that. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. So yeah. we're 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 really we're super excited to have him in the game. Oh, I think it's really cool. And it's weird because I yeah. finally like probably as of twenty minutes ago, just really I, I was always weird about his name. Like it's you know, I get his I know his real name, John Hennigan. Um Right. He's Johnny everywhere he's been. You know, he was Johnny Nitro, all that shit. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, why don't I? I really took to him. I like the John Morrison thing because I'm a huge Doors fan. So when they did that right. in WWE, I was like, well, it makes sense. You know, it's it's cool. Um, and then when he left, I think he really recreated himself and made a name for himself with uh, one of our favorite promotion, promotions in Lucha, <laughs> in Lucha Underground. Um yeah, as did a lot of top tier talent that's out there now, whether it be Impact or WWE or AEW. You know, uh, I don't think Lucha gets enough credit like it should. But um, the name thing, it it always just kind of bothered me. And then like thinking about today, yeah. as soon as I saw Johnny Retro, I was like, that's so fucking cool. Like when I was in high school, we had this thing we always called people who were like kind of strokes. You know, like uh. Oh, look at this Johnny Rock over there! You know, like he's right, he's the guy that's right, in the yeah, Blink One Eighty Two and Good Charlotte or something, you know, right. or whatever it was. It was always Johnny, Johnny something. Whatever, yeah, Johnny. Yeah, this yeah. guy is you know <laughs> always pounding booze. He's drunk away, so like Johnny alcoholic or whatever. It was always Johnny something. So it it took that long for it to click. Like I saw Johnny Retro. I'm just saying, oh yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. After he's yeah. been doing the Johnny shtick for years. Yeah. 
he was all into it. You know, like he loved it. He's a great guy too. Um, yeah, he seems really you cool. Know, you know, I dealt with yeah. I mean, I've only talked to him a handful of times, mm-hmm. but very nice, very down to earth, great guy to talk to. Um, was totally on board uh, with the whole game and what we were doing. So could, couldn't have been happier in dealing with him. So let me ask you this: how uh, how did this like thought like come about? Other than like obviously. I mean, you were sitting there. Like, are you? Were you involved? Other than was RetroSoft Studios a thing beforehand, before RetroMania, or is it all like currently just based around that? And then going forward, you know, try different stuff. Yeah, yeah. So basically, RetroSoft Studios came about because of RetroMania that I wanted to do the game. So I'll give you the kind of the kind of the back end story of this whole thing. Um, there. I would say about, I want to say seven or eight years ago, I got in my, uh, yeah, <laughs> you got <laughs> it. <that>. Excellent. <laughs> um, so yeah, about seven or eight years ago, I kind of got, got the idea that, you know what? I'm sick of waiting for a 2d wrestling game to come out. Yeah. And that I like, and I don't get me wrong. I like, I like fire pro a lot. And I've, I've been playing fire pro since 16 scramble on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, I I I bought six controllers, had to tap for the Saturn for fire. I downloading characters to create them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm into it. Like, I, I still play it. Oh yeah. You know, but I still, I still, I liked WrestleFest more. Like, I the first main when I downloaded and discovered main back in like 1999 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first discovered it, the first ROM I tried to find was WrestleFest, and then that, I didn't. I don't think name emulated it at that point. I had to use a different emulator called Rain and yeah. emulate it that way. So that was based on those systems. But anyway, I, I was just super into WrestleFest. I loved WWF Superstars. And then I could play as like the Mega Bucks. If you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your name, yeah. You know, and then you could play as, as Andre and Dubiase. Mm-hmm. And then you could play as Road Warriors and WrestleFest. The codes. So, you know, I was so into that. And I was just thinking, why doesn't anyone make this again. Why doesn't the WWE, and they would have been still WWF at the time. Yeah. No, they were WWE seven years ago, but um, why don't they make another game like this? It would be awesome. Like, and I liked All-Stars. That was kind of almost too over the top. It, I, yeah, it, to you me, that I was mean? like, like, yeah, I, I played the hell out of that. I loved it because right. I'm a huge Hogan NWO mark. So when that was the right. first game, I think, where Hogan actually came out and ripped the shirt. Right. I mean, as as... You minute know, so, or whatever as that sounds i did i thought that was like their nba jam you know what i mean but it was yeah, it, exactly. there wasn't enough yeah. content to it yeah and i mean i did like it but i didn't want i didn't necessarily want the flips and, and like the you know the you know the ridiculousness of it which you know i not that i didn't want it i liked it as an another alternative wrestling game i think the more variety the better yeah but i was still that shit gets that, played I was out still though craving yeah, I was like, still craving my wrestle fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so then so I decided seven years ago I'm gonna start doing this as a hobby, um, and just do it myself. So I'm I I you know, in I was schooled, I'm a software engineer, so I have background in software development. My uh my other company that I co own is um a finance and accounting software company. So not that we developed the software, but we uh, we sell off the shelf software. We might do modifications, integration, stuff like that. I won't bore you with those details. But anyway, my background is in software engineering. That was on my point. So I was like, you know, I know enough where I could start developing this game in my spare time. So I'd work on it for like maybe 
a couple weeks and I put it down for a couple months, you know, and I, you know, I'm married, have kids, you know, there's free time is at a premium and I wasn't, you know, I'm not, uh, when you just don't have the time, it didn't go anywhere. So fast forward, if you want to do the doodle, you can do the doodle. <laughs> so we go to about two years ago and, um, that's when I decided to get serious on this. I'm going to hire a programmer, uh, lead programmer, and we're going to start building this. And he's going to keep working on it when I don't have time, and we're going mm-hmm. to move it forward. So then I formed something. I'm going to start paying people to help me do this. I formed the company, and then uh, we just started doing it full time. Now there's 17 people working on the game. That's great. And here's a th- my thing yeah. and my theory and take on this, as it it kind of correlates with. Uh, are you familiar with Super Seven? The action figure line? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. Um, yeah. They do it. Like, I got all their Misfits figures, and they do, like, some really cool shit, like, with music and horror and stuff. But it it grew because it, it's a similar idea, just in a different medium. It was that retro style of action figure, like, basically the old 70s Star Wars, you know? And, right. And then they just start cranking out these licenses, man. Like, and next thing right. you know, these guys are, like, blowing up. And I kind of feel like that's some like this game kind of gives me that vibe and like what you're doing um, could be something like maybe that could be your niche, you know, because right. I, here's the thing. WrestleFest was just one of a plethora of great fucking arcade games like that we grew up on, you know, and I'm not just yep. talking about like fighters like Mortal Kombat and all that shit, all that bullshit aside. I mean, you know, when I would go with arcades around here as a kid, um, I was jumping at the bit to play X-Men. Or you know the Simpsons. Yeah, oh, I love that game. Yeah, dude, the uh, the Spider Man one, which Six was Man. really good. Uh, oh, yep, yep. There was an Avengers one that was kick ass. Uh, Captain America, yeah. Yes, Captain yes. America, there know. was there was so much yep. good shit in uh, Alien vs Predator, or I think yeah, it was Aliens vs Predator, and that's like a hard one to find. I mean, obviously you guys go out there get those ROMs, you can find them, but uh, something right. similar to that vein, man. Like I just it just came across in my brain. Like if that's something like that you like doing, I mean, maybe there's a niche for you to there do something. There definitely some. is a niche for all for the Because for the here's the thing. All that retro shit is just, it's it's going to fly off. I think this game's going to do really well, man. It's got, it's Shit's going to fly From off the shelf. your lips to God's ears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, su- I'm actually surprised that the, there, were, there were a handful of 2D uh, games that were on Steam and, and, and Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just surprised nobody did a like a pure wrestling one. I was just telling Wallace before yeah. we started recording. Um, a couple years ago, there was a 2D scroller, and I can't remember the name of it. It's something Bros. I, you're probably familiar with it, but they they pretty much uh, took a lot of the 80s action movie uh, stars uh, or their characters and put it in a 2D scroller, kind of like the old school Contra. Yeah, and um, it was just really cool because every month you'd hear like so and so was added. So I don't like a year ago, RoboCop was added. Um, but they had like a guy that looked like Stallone, guy that looked like well, Rocky Rambo, uh, Terminator, and and it's a scroller, and it and it uh, it, it taps into that um, that nostalgia. retro vibe and nostalgia, and and it's also really cool. Like when you see all the screenshots you guys have on your social media, mm-hmm. um, it just it really you guys are like you guys have tapped into that nostalgia thing, and and it's really fun to play those games. Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, I, I that's I completely agree with you, and uh, it's just like they, you know, so, like I, I, a game is similar. If we're talking about the messenger, 
that was kind of like a Ninja Gaiden or yeah, okay. Um, type game came out a couple months ago, or maybe it might be longer than a year ago now. But I I played that too, and that was just it's that similar type of thing that it's part of its nostalgia, but I think it still holds up because I've had my yeah. kids playing this game, and we have a room of food in our house, and they love playing these old school games. Yeah, and you know, it's something to be said about being able to pick something up play it you, you kind of learn the controls within a few minutes you don't need to go through a huge tutorial or anything mm-hmm. to figure it out and you're playing and you're up and running yeah you know but it's still and challenging it's still definitely a market for that yeah yeah exactly i plugged challenging. in uh the my nintendo mini last night with my girlfriend and we're playing i'm just like fucking gee i'm getting my ass handed to me you know i get the punch out <laughs> and i think uh who who's the guy uh bald bull he was he was as far as I could get to. <laughs> Back in the day, though, I used to be first able to... time or second time. First, the first ball goal or the second. Round. The first one. That's how <laughs> out of practice I am. I'm like my timing's down, and I get so nervous. You know, like right. So I'm like my timing's all Suck. fucked up. <laughs> I, I'm trying to fucking. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Punch out Punch is out. it's great. A great game. Oh, I just saw uh, there's a game coming out. Um, I saw in the Xbox store. It's an ID game. It's kind of got that vibe to it. It's all black and white, and it's like a duck, but he's like a boxer, and it's it's got the punch out vibe to it. But then there's shows like, you know, he's actually moving through a like a level, but it's in that punch out you know view, and he's like punching at different obstacles or whatever the hell is coming at him. I mean, it's probably not really a great game, but I just I liked if it would have stuck to the like, hey, this is straight up just a rip off a of punch out. I I'd have been right. cool with it, you know, like. <laughs> Right, right. Uh, that nostalgia thing, though, man, it, it hits everybody. It's huge. I think more so now with like our generation, like the '80s and '90s kids, really than anything. Right. Look at everything now that's being marketed. It's all '80s shit. American Horror Story, yeah. 1984. You know, like, come on, dude. Right. Um, well, that and that like my kids were really, and I'd like it too. That show, Stranger Things. Yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah. It's all based in the '80s. Yeah. You know? And. People are eating now. My son's like, oh, can we listen to 80s music? Right. I'm like, sure. Yeah, sure, as long as it's not Striper. <laughs> <Dare you. laughs> or Whitesnake. <laughs> nah, that's all right. I, uh, <laughs> if you like those guys, Mike, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm, uh, I'm all right with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music do you rock out to, man? Get on my I listen to everything. I mean, I really do. I'm not huge in the country. No one but... is. I do like I do like Johnny Cash a little bit. Okay, um, but I listen to you know a lot of hard rock, '90s rap. Oh yeah, uh, you getting that old school gangster stuff? Like uh, easy, yeah, easy. I like all that. Even before that, like uh, Five Club Quest. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ghetto Boys. Yeah, Ghetto Boys. Uh, but I, you know, I listen, to, and then I, you know, I'm, some of my favorite playlists are just like, hey, hey Siri, play '80s music, or hey Siri, play. I like '70s hard rock. Yes. Um, you just you know, triggered a hundred thousand cell phones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> For right. Sure. But uh, you know, I I, I have pretty uh, varied tastes. I like uh, that. music. You gotta you gotta be diverse, except except for yeah, country. Yeah, country. I'll tell you, I just <laughs> I just started like uh, the other day. I just said, you know, let me listen. I did a seventies hard rock uh, playlist, and there were some songs I'd never heard, and I'm like, wow, this is. I wish I would have listened to this before. You know, it's something yeah. I never 
you know, I knew about mainstream stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like Sabbath and stuff like that. But some of the more obscure stuff came out was pretty good. Oh yeah, you gotta check but, out. Yeah, you, there's there's so much music out there that you just don't know about. Oh you know right, I mean? for sure. But you gotta check out this band called Buffalo, dude. Volcanic rock. All right. Uh, dude, they were uh, they were like the seventies. They used to tour with ACDC back then, and they were like too heavy and too like too much of a bunch of party boys for ACDC back then. You know, we're talking <laughs> about a band where its lead singer drank himself to death. <laughs> like, right, right, you know, and Buffalo's like, what? Well, they were like, hey, mate, you know, we can't do it. But dude, their album Volcanic Rock. It's a weird album cover. It's like this dude who is uh, has no genitals. But he's like standing, holding a giant penis-shaped thing. I don't, I don't make any sense of it. It's a cool fucking album cover. It's just really fucking weird. No one really knows about these guys, but I'm telling you, man, dude, they hit so hard. They're so good. And I was like, man, if a band like Soundgarden wasn't listening to these guys, then you know, something's up because I could totally hear where Soundgarden pulled some shit from these guys, but no one knows who these dudes are, you know. Like, if you go talk, oh, you ever heard of Buffalo? Like, uh, <laughs> uh, who? Well, my one my one buddy has a theory that you, if you're a rock band, you haven't really made it to one of your members' guys. Uh, yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> hey, at least, yeah. 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 It sucks, but. Especially in the 90s, man, like that grunge scene and all yeah. that. They all gone. Um, Getting back to your game, though. So yep. we're looking at a, you said, like a uh, first quarter release, right? Yeah. You guys. That's the, that's the target. And you, uh, here's one thing. Uh, you guys didn't go through any, and this is kind of interesting to me, because I've seen it a lot with uh, a lot of uh, independent um, companies, especially, uh, who was it, Ilphonic, like, for example, that did uh, Friday the 13th. Um, no, no crowdfunding or anything like that, right? You guys... No, no, it's all, yeah. You know, I don't, we, we've definitely toyed around with Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, throwing that idea around just for the publicity sake, because sometimes if just having a Kickstarter get picked up yeah. by podcasts and the community, people following that, there'll be news sections and various uh, uh, places. But, you know, I, I don't, if I don't need it, I don't really want to use it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a risk and funding it, and... uh but, you know, I really believe in the game, and I, and I don't think it's a huge risk based on the feedback we've got. Um, and, you know, so, and I didn't want to be really, doing a Kickstarter properly is a, a project in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Especially, you hear a lot of horror stories where people don't deliver at all or don't deliver on time, and then they, oh, know, man. they think about their 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 bonuses and that cost too much and they're giving away t shirts. They didn't realize you'd have to pay for the t shirts. Yeah. Just stuff like that. You know what I mean? I mean that's probably an extreme example, but you know, basically costs getting out of hand on just the Kickstarter goals or oh, uh, yeah. rewards. I mean and then you know? I, uh, I kinda and, had a in instance not to cut you off, but but real quick I had a instance with that um a few years ago. Are you familiar? You know who Alex Winter is, right? Uh, the name is very familiar. I he played, uh, Bill and Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, so, uh, he was also in, wasn't he in the Lost Boys too? Yeah. Yeah. He was in Lost Boys. He's done, yeah. uh, like, uh, some documentaries, like, uh, what was it? Something about the dark web. Um, he, he's done some shit. Well, he's working on a Frank Zappa documentary. And okay. so a couple of years ago when he started doing that, I'm like a huge Zappa fan. So I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'll sign on and do whatever. And I bought a record off of him. 
I dude, it I well, man, what was this? It was over a year before I got this record and it pissed me off because I knew it was like it's one that's I could have just went to the damn store and bought it, but I'm trying to right. support their cause because he was saving like right. Zappa's um audio library and they're uh, restoring and transferring all this shit out of this vast vault that he had, you know? And I would just right. that so that just kind of sparked a, a memory from that when you're talking about like the the cons, so to speak, of the Kickstarter stuff, right? Because that really pissed right. me that, off. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can definitely. There's a lot of success stories out there who have done mm-hmm. it right, but you know, it's just something. I guess my only point is there's a, there's a lot of thought and effort that needs to put into just doing one. Yeah, and we're so hyper focused on just making a fun video game to play that people want to buy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah. really want to detract. It must be really had to. I don't really want to detract from that effort and, and all the resources being just focused on making a great game and making a fun game that hopefully, you know, becomes this entity that we can support for, you know, years to come, you know? And that's great, too. I love stuff like that. Like, imagine, like, so you guys drop this game and it becomes successful enough to where you're just constantly, like, giving it DLC and updates. That's the right. one thing that I think is lacking and a lot of gamers will attach themselves to because, say, for instance, perfect example, I don't want to fucking buy WWE 2K20. I don't want to buy NBA 2K20. I don't want to buy NHL 19 or 20. It's the same fucking game pretty much every time it comes out, you know, and, and right. there's there really is no improvements on these games. It's the biggest criticism of the Madden games. Yeah, same thing. Like same thing every year. Why don't, okay, so... Put out those games on that scale, and then you know provide it with uh, DLC content, like as far as rosters and whatever. And then just every couple years, you make a new game. You know, right? Like if you guys did something like that, I'm just like immediately sitting here getting myself hyped up. I'm like, oh my god, this you right. me no, what? <laughs> no, I, I hear you. I mean, it's it's you know it's a it's a blessing and a curse to be yeah. able to update them, but. You know, that's the one thing, you know, at the end of the day, as of right now, at least, you know, I'm the final say in everything. So, yeah. you know, I I'm, I just want to, we're, we're focused on making a fun game and then hopefully we can expand it. Because the one knock, not with the one knock, there's basically two major knocks we get uh, on the boards. And usually it's, you know, it's 99% positive everywhere I look. But, yeah. you know, it's human nature to focus on the 1% negative. Yeah, and, but the two questions we always get is: there going to be a CAW, create a wrestler, and yeah. how, why is the roster so small? You know, and that's when you should you answer know, back, like make same. your own game, asshole. No, I know, <laughs> no, no. but you know that's the, that's the that's the passive aggressive way. And yeah, I'm very tempted. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you know it's about you know people are just are right. used to now seem like the one compare one one message I got was. WWE's game has 200 playable wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. I go, okay. Well, how much are they spending to make that game? You yeah, know, we're not, we're not 2K. Yeah, yeah, they, exactly. Who am I? But, we're RetroSoft Studios. We're, we're not 200. 2K. Right. Yeah. You're not. But, you know, it's but, not um, like your WWE. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Don't but once people. we, you know, it's a, it's a still, you know, I get it though. People want as much as they want, but we're really trying to focus on making our. Our character is really diverse, unique, a very eclectic roster that we're putting together. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, you know, we're, we're yeah, we may be starting out small, but if we can prove to people that we're making a good game, people will buy it. And then we can reinvest that money and build build yeah. off of that base. I like you know, that. And really turn this into a, a, a franchise. That's a, yeah, I think, and, and that carries over in a lot of different mediums, I believe. It's just, it's kind of a lost art nowadays. 
You know, everybody's just like, give me, give me, yeah. give me. I need some more. Shout out to Black Flag. Um, they they just <laughs> want it all right now. Give it to, and if you can't provide it, they're just so ignorant to the fact because they're not getting it. They're going to immediately either dog you or just be negative about it when right. you don't. My thing is never judge anything unless you know some facts and at least can have right. some sort of understanding. Like who they just. Yeah, but I'll, go ahead. I'll say only, that's only like 1%. I'll tell you, we've yeah. gotten such positive feedback. I mean, 99% of every, you know, of everything we post is positive feedback. Oh, yeah. You know, and we've gotten some good, and even, even the criticism we've got has been well-worded and, hey, have you thought about doing this and you thought about doing that? And it's mm-hmm. been good, good criticism, stuff that that's the reason we're kind of trying to be transparent through our development process right. is to get that feedback from the community who are, who are our potential customers, you know, and what do they want to see? What are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Just based on the videos and screenshots that we've been selling. Oh, yeah. And uh, a lot of the uh, reposting and sharing I've been doing um, just leading up to this episode and beforehand, it, it's, it's like the same thing. You know, it wasn't... Uh, I wouldn't even call it like criticisms. It's just like the curiosity, like oh, when's you know, is this going to make it right to PlayStation? That's the big one, the main one right, right now. That's the big one right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot of guys there just they have seen it. Um, shout out to our associate Bruiser Bodie up in Wisconsin. He's like, man, you know, I'm really digging on this game. Can't wait. Like, you know, I need to know like what modes is it going to be titles? Like all this stuff. You know, like yeah, yeah, we'll we'll hammer right. it out. We'll hash it out. But uh. It's pretty much been um, it's been well received. Like people just when they comment, when I share your guys' stuff, it's just like, oh wow! Like, is this a thing? Like, when's this coming out? You know, it's it's been nothing negative yep. so far, and that's that's really really cool. I think you guys you got something really special on your hands, and I love the way you're handling it. I think uh, I think it's cool, and it's kind of man, it's kind of old school, you know, like. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers greater confidence in you. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org number thirty thirty. Right. Fucking do it. Build up your community, you know, like give the people what they want and do it within your means. And I I think once the product, you know, comes out and it is what it is and people can recognize it's a a good, you know, piece of product that your heart and soul have been poured into, then, hey, as Mudhoney used to say, the money will roll right in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because that's that's one of the hardest parts that I'm having to deal with is I want to do so much with it. Yeah, and my my luckily my my lead programmer is like scope creep, scope creep. You you want to do too much? Let's get the <laughs> game done first. Yeah, yeah. Then we can add on to it. Let's stick to the plan. You know, stick to the plan. But you because got the creative funny that, juices well, flowing. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like I, there's all these things. Like, wouldn't it be cool if we did this, or wouldn't it be cool if we did that? And the answer is always, yeah, it would be. But then we got to wait to do, you know, these other three things that we had already planned to do mm-hmm. that are also cool, you know, and but the one of the things, uh, one of the guys working with me, uh, Mike Archer, who used to work for WWE and used to work for Acclaim, uh, Acclaim Entertainment. So nice. he was, he had a hand in a bunch of games, but some of which were the Legends of Wrestling games yeah, and a couple I wanna, other things. I want to get uh, to talking about those here in a minute too. Yeah, but, um, you know, 
when we first met, he's like, and so he had some time. He knows a lot of the guys, knows a lot of the wrestling community. So it's like, all right, who are your big targets? Who's your must-have? Who's your wants? You know, we'll figure out if they're under an agreement with somebody, blah, blah, blah. And I and we're sitting there, we're having lunch, and I just keep rambling off names. And he's like, <laughs> you want all these guys? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, yeah, I do. You know, and, and it's tough to whittle that list down. And yeah. it's a combination of things of, you know, who's available, who's, who can we afford, Yeah. you know, um, you know, who's not under contract with anybody else. And so we kind of got it. Who's easy to deal with, you know, and um, it's a combination of things. And it's, it's let's, let's get some, you know, different looking guys, different looks, different time periods in the game. And then just, I, you can tell from our roster mm-hmm. that we've announced so far, nobody's off limits. You know what I mean? We're, right. we're getting from Austin Idol in the 70s to Zach Saber Jr., yeah, which yeah. is probably two, two of the most different styles you can have. Yep. And then everything in between. And that's really the reason we're, one of the reasons we're going with this roster is one, I like all the guys we're getting. So it's a per, some personal favorites of mine. But, but it's to show that, like, you know, nobody's off limits. We're, 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 you know, if you're part of the wrestling world, if you're, and we can get you and we can make a mutually agreed upon deal with you. We'd love to have you in the game, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's so. great. And that, that's going to make for a good segue here, but real quick. Um, so I know you probably don't have any like kind of price points of what you guys are looking at releasing the game um, for, right? No, we do. We do. What are you looking so, like? 40 would, bucks? I, no. So we're going to be under 30. We oh, haven't set the price nice. yet, but it's going to be less than 30. Now, whether that's twenty nine ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, twenty four ninety nine, right? We're still we're still doing market research on what what the best way to do to mm. maximize you know sales and uh, and all that. But it's definitely going to be uh, under thirty. Sweet, that's I, I like that. It's a good pass. Um, the other thing I yeah, I give... think somewhere between twenty and thirty is our sweet spot. You know, hell yeah. And then once you prove yourselves, you know. Sky's the limit. Then we can then we can start milking people for sixty, right? <laughs> yeah, got Ted DiBiase in your corner. <laughs> Everybody's got a price. <laughs> so, Mike, I kind of want to get the into million dollar man edition. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you're obviously a huge fucking wrestling fan, or you wouldn't be doing this game. Where did it yeah, all really absolutely. start for you, man? So, I would say the first um, the, the first experience I had was actually watching uh, NWA. Hell yeah. Jim Crocker promotion. Yeah. Uh, I'm from Philadelphia. It was on channel 17 at one o'clock when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, the kids down the street turned me on to wrestling. And I wa- I, I did watch WWF first at their house. And then I, I kind of, I don't know, I was, I think I must've been like eight years old and I either wasn't a smart eight year old, but I, I didn't really realize that 11 o'clock one wrestling show was on. And at one o'clock, another wrestling show was on. I thought it was all the same thing. Yeah. They're all like, "Oh, did you see the junkyard dog today?" I'm like, "Who the hell is the junkyard <laughs> dog?" Yeah, I saw, you know, I saw the Rock and Roll Express, yeah. and I saw the Russians, and you know, and I saw Dusty Rhodes and Magnum PA. Nice. I didn't see you know, who's junkyard dog, Tito Santana, Greg the Hammer Valentine. I don't know who <laughs> you're talking about. You know, so but eventually I figured it out and started watching them both, um, and it just kind of grew from there. You know, from you know, wrestling with a pillow, breaking my parents' beds from doing yeah. a power slam on it. <laughs> you know, wrestling with my cousin, almost breaking his neck, and um, doing a doing a. He was trying to reverse a vertical suplex and mm. land on top of me, and his head got caught. 
uh, luckily we were really young and couldn't hurt ourselves. Yeah, that bad, was before but... the time of don't try this at home. <laughs> right. Why right. does that been broken? You know, I, Fuck off! I just started watching it and then, you know, sneaking out of bed and I just watched Saturday night's main event my parents would love to stay up that way. That's awesome. Um, you know, and I just, I just loved it. You know, I just really, uh, I loved all that. And, you know, unfortunately we didn't have cable, so I couldn't see like prime time wrestling unless mm. we were visiting my cousin's house and then we could watch that. Um, and I never really got pay-per-views until I came out on VHS. Um, I remember those days, but, but, um, you know, I just always, I always loved it. I watched it up through pretty much college, right when uh, NWO started. And then you know, I started working after that, and I didn't watch it as much just because, mm-hmm. you know, life got in the way. And they became three-hour shows twice a week, which I still think is too much. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it, you know, for, you know, at least you have a lot of other product. stuff you're into. Yeah, and if you have a lot of other stuff you're into, it's hard to, you know, you know, have 10 hours of your week watching stuff i i prefer the one hour stuff. i i still watch, i like ring of honor yeah ring of honor is um, good they're kind of getting shit on now yeah, i like the getting... tv what's that yeah it's a shame i i mean i don't know what direction the company's going uh, um i i don't know i only know what i read online like everybody else you know and you well, hear certain things but they i it's they're kind of going through that rough patch now i don't know uh how familiar you were with all the hate that tna was getting for the last God knows, like six years or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. Now yeah. that they've kind of righted the ship, uh, ROH is kind of getting that now. And here's the thing: I I still think they're doing good. They're working with what they got and what they can get. Right. I still think they're putting on a great product. But uh, it's it's the man. Sometimes, like you know, we we're talking the other day. Uh, I think the fans are like the worst enemy sometimes of the wrestling business. You know, because it's they'll just yeah. shit on something. And and to me, it seems like a lot of the reason they're shitting on ROH is because of the Bucks and Cody and everybody left, and they're doing AEW. Right. So it's, but then again, they're they're shitting on AEW for certain reasons. It's like you can't make people right. happy sometimes, you know. So it's yeah, a very hard I'm pill to swallow. That's like uh, the society we live in. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah. super lame. Like we try, dude. We try to be as positive as we can with this show, you know, like. I, I'm not right. a huge WWE guy right now, you know, but that could change. All they got to do is put on the some Bray good program. Pretty cool. Yeah, Bray Wyatt stuff is pretty damn. <laughs> it's pretty damn awesome. Bodie's a big fan yeah. of that shit, man. I uh, wow, it, it's you know, but we've seen what they've done with them before. So I could be negative right. like that and be like, well, you know, they've shit on him before and killed his gimmick, and it's gonna happen again. No, I'm I'm always a glass is half full guy till it's not. And then when it's not, I'm like, God, right. they're, they're, they're ticker jams. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think there's we'll so much on. out there now. And, you know, like how you're talking about, um, you know, three-hour shows too much. And I, I totally agree with that. But, man, we're getting – I've been saying this since we started a little over a year ago. It's the way wrestling is going now is it's way too much content. And – the thing is, there's a lot of really good shit. So, like, you almost have to be like some of these gamers, like the super, super nerds who, like, when I buy Mortal Kombat 11, I better get on there and fucking do my live matches right then and there when it came out because people kind of suck at the time. Even though I've been playing MK since its inception, <laughs> there <laughs> are right. these kids that, like, you give them a week, and all of a sudden it's, you ain't going to be able to get a, a hit off. You know, they knew every combo. Right. It's like, what do you do with your life? Like, <laughs> I, I don't get yeah. it. 
You know, I'm not trying to hate, but it's like, come on, let an old man win, you know, a time or two. No, I hear you. But, I mean, the same, the, the, the one thing, now, Mortal Kombat, the controls are more or less the same. Yes. But still a little more, a little more uh, advanced. But, uh, you know, I was playing, uh, you know, the Spider-Man game that came out for the PS4. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was, I looked, I loved Spider-Man for the Sega Genesis. It's like one of my all-time favorite games. Which, um, are you talking about so, the animated series? No, no. This is like uh, it was for the Sinister Genesis. It was just like a just hit Spider Man. It wasn't the Sinister Six or an animated. Oh, I remember that. I had that for Nintendo. It, it was like uh, it came out in the early nineties, but um, I, I love that game. So, and the new Spider Man looked awesome. So my mm-hmm. son played probably like hundred percent of it in like two weeks or whatever. Played all the time, you know. So he's like, "Dad, you got to try it." So I'm like, "All right, we'll sit down Friday night." He had to teach me how to play because of. You know, it, it uses every button on the controller, yeah. which is fine, you know, which is fine. But not when you put the game down for a week oh, and yeah. then come back to it. Now yeah. I don't remember what anything does. You know what I mean? And that's that's one of the things. I don't think the games, you know, we're, we're sounding a little bit old. Like, I don't think the games are too complicated now. It's just we don't have as much free time as we did when we were younger to play them as much. You yeah. know what I mean? But, and, but we got the so money to buy them now. But here's the problem. Exactly, we buy them and they just exactly. fucking sit on the shelf. You get a little bit. I know. I know. I bought, dude. I've over. Uh, I, I had to cut myself back because, uh, you know, even at the tail end of like 360, um, I at that time I was buying so many games, even digitally. If you look at my Xbox digital library, I think it's like 200 games. <laughs> so ridiculous. Right. I, now, don't get me wrong. I still tried to shop smart. A game would come out. Well, not really back then. I always look for the de- the deals, but not like I do now. Like say. Mortal Kombat's one of those games, when it drops, I got to have it, you know? But there's other games that, you know, hey, like Call of Duty. I'm a big Call of Duty guy. This new one comes out, I'm going to give it a couple months. Because you know, at like some point, whether it's a holiday or whatever, it's going to be fucking 20 bucks cheaper. And you may not really like this game, you know? It's like, I'm so guilty of just buying games for the fuck of just like, oh, it's it's this weird thing. I think it's like the the control that the... uh, the marketing has over you and just the love you have as a gamer. So you see something cool right. and you're just like, well, oh, yeah, I got money in the bank. I'll just, this is a good deal. I'm going to fucking buy it right now. I got to have it. And then I'll put it fucking down well, and never play it again. So one of the one of the things we're, um, we're working sure. on for our game is uh, having to fit in a cabinet. Like we're, we're, we're building uh, a little oh, cabinet that we can tour with. So you, don't are you familiar with fucking, your one-up? Don't threaten me with a good time, brother. <laughs> So you know the arcade one-ups that have been yes. popular? Yes, I play. need the MK2 one, two, and the, what is there, the yeah. final fight one, two? Fuck! Yeah, yeah, they just came out with a Turtles one. Yeah, the Turtles one is so uh, dope. So, you know, uh, Stevie Richards actually is in the game. Is You know, you wouldn't know it, but it's like a super tech head. Really? And he, yeah, so we were talking, and he's like, yeah, yeah, one of the things I want to do is mod an arcade one-up with, like, a retro pie and put that in. Yeah, and yeah. I go, well, how My about, buddy does you know, how about, how about we, how about RetroSoft sponsors you? Because he has a whole series of YouTube stuff. He, does, he he spans from fitness to geek stuff to wrestling to everything. It's a pretty cool channel. Stevie's uh, channel is on YouTube. And so we've been talking about it. So now we're going to, we're working with, um, I think, Game Room Solutions we're going to work with, who does these uh, arcade kits. And mm-hmm. they do a three fourth size, same size as the arcade one up, or very close. Right, right. Similar. So we're going to make a Retromania arcade cabinet, and we're going to put. 
probably put a PC in it, not a RetroPie, so it can play Retromania. Mm-hmm. And then use like uh, LaunchBots or Hyperspin or one of those to put on it as well. But ha- have an arcade machine for Retromania. So we're pretty excited about doing that. Oh, man, that's well, just... when you said, you know... Go ahead. You know, it's just all those, all those little things, like... I want to I want to play it in an arcade machine. You know, I just yeah. thought that I would totally geek out on. So. Yeah, 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 <laughs> dude, man, you got you got the right fucking ideas, man. The right moves. That <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's fucking awesome. I couldn't even imagine yeah. that. And like, be if you know, being in your position, the guy developing this, and with you know, you could tell, you can hear the passion and you know, adoration you have for this type of stuff, man. And to see it yeah, like come it. to fruition is fucking amazing it's fucking nuts and i love it yeah i mean all this stuff like you know it, like you, you hit the nail on the head it's like the stuff we love this kid now we have a little bit of money to, yeah to pursue it a little more yeah, you know? yeah. i'm like uh I, I just like what's your basement look you know, like it's a chock full of awesome I shit <laughs> yeah i just couldn't you know make my own arcade machine you know i did that a couple of years ago me mm. and a buddy of mine cut the wood out of mds um and built like a you know, a main machine. You know, now I'm on my third one. And now me and Steve are going to to build two more. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of cool stuff. And today, it's a good time to be alive, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. It's It really is. Just with everything that's out there now and the way technology is. Yeah. And it's so weird how interactive people are with all these mediums that like even maybe 20 years ago it was like well if you're a comic book nerd it's like eh, you kind of still had to stay in the closet or you know yeah, shit like anymore, that. Yeah. no it's like dude yeah. geekdom and nerd nerdum however you want to fucking say that is it's so taking great. it is and it's it was never yeah. a bad thing because what's so bad about being entertained you know no right. one ever said like oh you you football guy you know like what the hell? If you enjoy football, that's fucking great. You know, like yeah, I enjoy right. it, whatever. But I also like going in my room and fucking playing with my goddamn Spider-Man figures. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's great in the, in this time that you could find because of the internet, because of exposure with other people, that if you have something you like, you can definitely find thousands of other people that are into the same thing. Um, you know, yeah. whatever that might be. And the other thing that's cool is if you're a creative type. And you have like like hats off to you because you're not waiting for oh man is uh, you know is a claim going to come out with something that that has every every feature that I want or every person that I want or every move or you know you you actually were like no you know what I have a skill set I know other people that might have uh, you know they could fill the holes where in my skill set I don't have those same things and together we're going to build a, a game that I want to play yeah and hopefully there's going to be other people and customers that will support me, but you're not waiting for, you know, you're not waiting for someone else to do it. I think it's awesome that you're doing it and the rest of us that are interested in the thing that you're interested in, which is a badass 2D wrestling game. Mm -hmm. We get to, like, I don't have to do any work. When it comes out in spring, I'm going to buy a copy. I'm buying it. So it's, and it's awesome. And and it's, it's something that you wanted to do. So yeah, my hat's off because you didn't wait, you know, you you you're you're right. doing the thing and and like and we no, celebrate that it. that's part of what we do too like yeah. if there's something that we want to do like yeah. Jude, Wallace and I both have that kind of spirit is that I'm not I don't want to wait for some if I know I can kind of do something I'm gonna do it myself I don't want to wait for somebody else yeah but there still right. are so many awesome and creative people out there and then like your group and the game and I mean who knows where this could stem from like if you're an idea guy 
Who knows how many other awesome yeah. ideas or where um, or how how the game can evolve once it's out. It's yeah. super exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We already got a couple other ideas that I'm I'm hoping this you know this is successful because in addition to supporting this in the future, I got a couple other retro ideas. I See, to play, you're gonna you know? be a new Super Seven uh, of video games. Mark my words. <laughs> that'd be cool. That'd be cool. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I love it. You know, I love this stuff. It's it's a lot of fun working on it, learning the other techniques too. But um, just with anything, but for the most part, it's just been it's been great. And you know, at least you know, every little comment you hear, even you guys saying it's you know pumping my ego up a little bit, but it's motivating. You know, every little comment you get on. YouTube video or a a Twitter, it's just it's, it helps. It does. Know, get motivate and get you over that. Those one fluffers work. Says, oh, you're, we don't like your rocks or whatever, and then you get ten other people saying this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's not a I love the name. You know, it's like you get that stuff, and it just it makes you want to try that much harder to prove the naysayers wrong. You know? Yeah. I yeah, totally. That's not why I'm doing it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's just an additional motivating factor. It's yeah. It's you enjoying. I mean, here's the thing, and there's not enough positive. It's not like you're putting out some shits either. You know, you're you're doing something that is. I mean, this has so much potential. You know, like, and it's I, people can't hate on it. I mean, they can because that's the world, like you said, that we live in. Right. It's so negative, but you just got to get past that shit. And you know, like I've never been a huge John Cena fan, like as a wrestler or anything. But I'll tell you what, if you find that guy on Twitter. And follow him, dude. He's got a lot of great positive shit. Like that, just kind of gets you like pumped in the morning if you read it. Like right. no one out, no one else is going to go out there and do it, but you, you know, don't pay attention to any of the bullshit. Brush it off and work your ass off to do what you want to do because in the end, it will be rewarding. You yeah. know, but like shit like that, you know, that's what we need more of. We Absolutely. need more people like you that are like, hey man, like I'm doing this thing, like. I want to, you know, talk about it with you guys and share it with the world, like, as opposed to people who are just like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. Who are you guys? Like, what the hell is that? You know, can't we all just get along? Right. That part's easy. We're we're not us in the, in the circles that we try to build around here and around all of us. We, we try to, we're not embarrassed to like stuff. I no. like to like things. Right. And I like to talk about the things I like. I like, and like I, what you like. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's fun. Like. Why? I'm not. I don't. I don't turn. I don't get in my car and listen to podcasts or watch a YouTube video or listen to music that I don't like. Mm -hmm. I always go to stuff that's (laughs) like that. I that I enjoy. I don't turn on the TV or I don't. I don't look for the things that I dislike. Mm -hmm. I I look for the things that I enjoy and 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 I I like to talk about those things. I I feel bad for people that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm a, you, know, you guys said striper and white snake, and I was too embarrassed to. Uh, I, I'm wearing a shirt. Uh, my undershirt is a striper white snake uh, <laughs> tour a tour t shirt from back in the day when they they did one small tour together. I was just talking. Uh, shout to my boy Zach Gage, who was in their old band, Moisten Disciples. He was over uh, uh, during the weekend on Saturday for his birthday, and he had this old. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, it was a BC Rich model guitar. Um, the one Chuck Shoulder. Schuldner from Death played. Um, it was a custom model. It was like $2,500 guitar, whatever. He ends up selling it. He has it on eBay, and like uh, one of the guys that hit him up, who was, I think it was a guy uh, from either Slaughter or Striper, the guitarist <laughs> that hit him up. And it was, he's like, come here, look at this shit. Like, look at this. Like, oh my God, no way, dude. <laughs> like, I think, I, I don't know if it was exactly him who bought it. Somebody ended up buying it, but it was just, 
you know, it's a good, funny story for you 80s Christian metal right. lovers out there. Yeah. <laughs> I was a big POD fan. Aren't they like Christian rock rap? Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. No. You know, we get Seinfeld on your ass. <laughs> no, man. I love, yeah, like, Southtown kids I'm don't be- play. I'm beating a dead horse, but uh, but like I I liked like I like Dave Matthews just the same as I like Pantera, just the same as yeah. I like shitty kung fu movies. Oh, I love shitty same kung fu. Samurai Sunday was my absolutely. Shit. What like, about you, Mike? Uh, I was into that. Channel 48. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was, uh, Mike, you're my fucking boy. <laughs> was, was the Kung Fu. And it was on uh, after wrestling, actually. Yeah, wrestling. dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Those were the days, dude. Like, all yeah. that shit. I, I miss all that. And, like, going. It's cool now because we got money being older and we work. But, you know, the innocence he has as a kid, the irresponsibility. You know, just go do whatever you want as long as you weren't getting in noticeable trouble. <laughs> I just, right. I love all that shit, man. There's so much cool shit from our childhood, you know, uh, as far as it pertains to movies or television or comic books, you know. I did have one question about the game. And uh, I know yep. you always say not to cut you off, but I, no, absolutely, cut me off. I absolutely mean to cut you off. And every time I cut people off, Ow. I'm, I'm mean. It. Why is my throat bleeding? Uh, I wanted to ask because I don't know any of the information, and I apologize, about the music in the game. Mm. Um, what are you guys doing That's about the music? Question. What's what kind of like? What's the what's the plan? What's can you talk a little bit about uh, the music? Yeah, so we have yeah we have a composer on board and a sound engineer on board for uh, doing. We're all it's all custom music that's kind of uh, fits the characters, so to speak. You know what I mean? Sweet. So we looked into licensing music, um, and it was just going to be too cost prohibitive where we're at right now. Jim Johnston is a free like, agent. What's that? Jim Johnson. Remember, he did everybody's uh, theme song from WWE. He don't work there no more. There's an idea. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Uh, but Jimmy Hart wrote a lot of that stuff, too. Yeah, Jimmy Hart did a lot. Of, he did the uh, yeah. American Made Hulk Demolition, Hogan. Didn't he? Yeah. And American Males. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we have a we have a composer who's, who's uh, doing all custom music for it. And um, and we have uh, we're gonna have commentary in the game as well as far as Ooh, sound, not yeah. necessarily music, but we're, it's it's kind of gonna be a little bit NBA jamish. I was about to oh, ask, oh dude, uh, I love that. The nail in the coffin. Right. So um, and we're gonna announce our announced team uh, probably in the next couple weeks. Sweet. Am I, man? Uh, but yeah, all all <laughs> custom music. Uh, although we might get the BWO thing. Oh, I think uh, we're talking to Mimi about licensing that. So. Sweet. You guys should totally put out like a uh, a little seven inch too. I'm just giving you ideas of ways to make more money with the product. <laughs> like a little seven inch of the game music and shit. I think it'd be fucking dope. <laughs> There's like a couple of those games. We'll definitely have to do at least a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, have you uh, have you watched? Are you aware of uh, Hotline Miami? They got one and two, but Hotline Miami is like a top, oh, yeah, yeah. the top down game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, don't I know. I haven't played it. It's but I've, I've I've seen videos on. It's on my list of no, well, like as you guys said, a hundred other games. I yeah, want yeah. Play. It's it's actually got a. I love the art style of it. Yeah, the art style is very cool. It's a it's unique, but not that it's like unique but simple. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's got a really right. cool soundtrack. So when you go to buy the game, it's one of those games that. Yeah. Um, you can buy the different, you know, versions. There's two of them now, but I know you could buy like the regular, the deluxe. But then oh, they will yeah. sell you just the soundtrack, or you can just go to YouTube and listen to it. But 
It's right. uh, yeah, like it's got its own catchy cool. like video game kind of. It's pretty cool. There was There's a lot of those. I remember cool. back in the day. Um, what was it? Um, well, not back. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, Call of Duty. Um, which was it? The one where they were in space. So like three or four years ago, uh, I can't remember. Some Infinite Warfare. Hmm. And they had a uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah the zombies on there was dope. You had like Kevin Smith had like the the '90s raver in the woods atmosphere. You had the '80s space theme park, and uh, David Hasselhoff was the DJ, and he's sp- they were spinning legit <laughs> tracks, dude. And they released a vinyl for that. Did it take place in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> no. What was that? Uh, what was that movie? It was like a twenty minute movie that he did a uh, a music video for. Um, it came out a couple years ago. It's on YouTube. There was like dinosaurs and Nazis and Kung Fury. Oh, Kung Fury. Kung Fury. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's great. <laughs> you familiar with that, Mike? The Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> the Hoff. I have not. I don't know. I have to look that one up. Kung Fury. It is ridiculous. You can watch it for free. It's a 20 minute movie. You will laugh your fucking ass off. And it's got all that. It all looks right. like you're watching a legit 80s VHS cassette tape, man. And it's just so over the top. Like I said, dinosaurs. Kung Fu, Nazis, 80s, it's all there, man. It's like all this crazy shit. I it, think Thor is in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there is Thor is in it too. <laughs> like, what? Oh, man. Just wrapping it all up into one ball and saying, yeah. take it, take my money. Um, <laughs> Let me ask you this, Mike. Have you guys yep. thought about uh, mobile gaming at all? So the engine we're writing it in actually supports it. So we could pretty easily port it my, my concern with it is the controls and not having a controller mm-hmm. um i don't know how well it would translate like i played um or tried playing that x-men they released the x-men arcade game on android a couple years ago really yeah you could download it in the in the android store or the google store mm-hmm. and it just didn't it's tough to any game like did you play try playing street fighter on mobile oh no it, it, it put, I mean, it's that's that's that would be harder than this than Retromania, but well, what we were talking like the other the, day, remember, we were talking about uh, Apple did the WrestleFest port when WWE, right, and right. it was like, eh, it just sucks yeah. not having I a bought controller. it and it sat there, yeah. I just I feel like it, without a controller, so but maybe yeah. you know, if there's a demand for it, we can if we can see if a demand for it, I mean, I wouldn't be completely against doing it, nice. But I just I don't know how well it would translate uh, with a touchpad or right. using touch controls. It's just an idea. And I just want to make sure, you know, we get a – I mean, a core audience is going to be a, someone holding a controller. Either oh, on yeah. a PC, you know, on a Switch, on an Xbox, and hopefully a PS4. Mike, what's it going to take to get you on the PS4? I mean, what what can people out there listening – is there anything they can do to help you out or uh, – yeah, Tweet at Sony. But – I'm I'm pretty confident we're going to get it uh, at this point. Um, I think it's just a matter of getting through the their uh, their process. The one of the things is typically, you know, it takes a little longer for not first time developers that don't have publishers to get approved. Oh yeah, yeah. On, on any platform, and um, so that's why it's kind of a big deal, and we're treating each one as a big deal because. When we first got into it, we weren't sure we were going to get any approval besides, you know, you don't need approval to go on the PC. You yeah. just make a PC game. But exactly. when I went online and was doing research, you know, it's, it's, I found it, you know, some people said it was really tough to get approved 
if you're a first time developer and you don't you don't have a publisher behind you. So and I really I didn't really want a publisher. Uh, just because I don't, again, you know, it's kind of a control freak in me. Yeah, it's your baby, man. man. I, yeah, that, and I just don't want to be stressed out. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm. we're doing our best to hit our date. You know, we're doing everything we can. But I'm not making people work 60 hours a week right. to do it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just yeah. That's not the way kind of company. That's not the way I run around things. But we're, right now, we're on our target for first quarter. But, you know, if something comes up and the game's not ready, I'm not going to rush out something that's buggy and then get all the bad publicity behind that that goes with that and then fix it later. I want it to be playable and not have to patch it, you know, day one. Oh yeah. There's a lot of, you know, yeah, there's a lot of good name games. Oh yeah. I I watch it. I'm one of the, maybe one of the few guys when I go and look at games in the Xbox in the store, I look at the reviews. I love looking at them because I really do base my opinion on, on buying my decision, I should say, on buying this game. Hey, man, how many, you know, first thing I look at, how many stars did it get? If right. it, You know, and whether it goes either way, I go down, I have to look, and I have to see why. And people are, for the most part, in that shit, they're pretty damn honest and spot on. It's yeah. really no, like, fluff or bullshit. Like, there is, like, internet, like, just people trying to shit on stuff. Like, they're genuine, and it's... It's pretty right. good to base your decision off a lot of that once once you kind of get enough of it informed, like, okay, you know, because that, like, going back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, how I used to be just buying the game and just sitting there, or I'd buy a game off of looks or a certain uh, brand, and it would just be the shits. And it's like, God, I right. bought this fucking game. So I really do like that. You know, the, and you can watch the reviews, and not only that, um, the game, I love the aspect about, I don't play PS4, I'm assuming it's the same, um, but for Xbox, people record game clips, you know, I could see the gameplay, right. I could kind of form my own opinion, oh, well, yeah, I could see what this guy's talking about, like, it's probably ain't worth my time or money to buy, you know? Right. But there are, my point is, there are a lot of games coming out now where people are, I, for instance, one of them was a Power Rangers game, it was a fighter that looked pretty badass. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It was like all of the Power Rangers from like every single generation of Power Rangers, and it, it looked like a cool fighting game, you know, but a lot of people were like, oh, there's all these bugs and glitches and this, this, and that, and, you know, fuck that. Like, hammer that shit out. Yeah. You know, you don't... Right. I don't know how the business aspect goes, so forgive me if I sound ignorant in that when I say, you know, fuck the date. Because if maybe it's you got a studio behind you and you have to have that contractually, I get that. But it's like, come on, invest it like what you guys yeah. are trying to do. Invest time in that game and hammer out as much as you can and then go from there, you know? Yeah, I think I mean, part of it when you're dealing with a company, right, you need to start at some point, you need to start bringing revenue in. So they're trying to really push that date. Right. And you right. do have a marketing campaign, right, yep. that's built around launching at a specific time frame like we're we're doing releases of wrestlers mm-hmm. you know spread out from now because we have a couple other guys signed already that we haven't released yet um and we're we're spreading them out to build interest in the game right and to have something people to look forward to care to we've drop any contest hints? every time we win what's that i said care to drop any hints they are wrestlers. I knew you were going to say that, too. God damn it. Professionally. Professionally. They're not amateur wrestlers. So that was they're you on Twitter. <laughs> it's like, uh, can you give us a hit or something? Like, they're pro wrestlers. I was like, ah. God. That actually wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was the guy who helped me. 
another mic, another mic. But he's uh, he's a, I, I like, I'm a mark I, the I mics. like his response. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, and we're we so you gotta you have marketing considerations to make, um, and stuff like that. But you know, in the end of the day, I don't think it's worth uh, releasing a poor game because our whole thing is going to be build off. Is if our game is fun, people will support it. And I, I really believe. I think people would be would give us a little leeway if we were we delayed a little bit if the game was complete and fun when it came out. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, at least that, you know that's my assumption. Hopefully, I'll be proven right. Well, hopefully, I don't have to prove it at all because we'll make our date. But um, so we'll see. <laughs> Time will tell. Time will tell. Hell yeah! Well, I'm looking forward to it, Mike. Um, I like to thank you for coming on the show and discussing your game with us. Uh, you know, there there's an open door anytime you want to come on and promote whether it's something to do with your game or just come on and bullshit with wrestling because there's a lot of stuff I think uh, we need to touch on with you as far as like just pop culture, whether it's video games or comics or any of that stuff. I'd really like to get into some depth on that subject matter with you sometime. Oh, absolutely. Um, that sounds like fun. Oh yeah, it's it's a blast, man. Just kick back, maybe have a couple of cold ones, and you know, enjoy, have fun. I like to keep it real here. Um, I want to also keep it real by having you inform the people where they can find you, your studio, and your game at. All right, we're at uh, retromaniawrestling dot com. All of our links are there, but we're basically at Retrosoft Studio on Twitter, and then at Retrosoft Studios on Instagram and Facebook. So. And if right now, uh, as I was hearing this, it said October 2nd, we are running a giveaway now for some Johnny uh, Retro merchandise courtesy of ProWrestlingTees.com. Nice. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to have three winners, uh, some merch for Pro Wrestling Tees, who uh, is one of our sponsors, and uh, our partners, I should say, not sponsors, one of our partners. That's a buy us, And um, Yeah, so... Uh, just follow us if you're if you follow us on any social media, uh, you're entered to entered to uh, to win. Well, and you guys are giving uh, the Xbox giveaways today, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yes, we're announcing that. Um, we might have done it. I'm not sure if we announced it yet. We're announcing that. <laughs> Time travel is uh, a weird fucking thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we do it. Um, we are uh, we're announcing that in the next uh, probably couple of minutes here. And in real time. So it'll be a given away when uh, this airs. Give it away now. But, yeah, assuming, assuming we, uh, we get um, that PS4 approval, you can you damn sure we'll be giving one of those away, too. Nice. And you guys already so did one for the for Switch, that. right? Yep. We gave away a Switch Lite um, when that came out. And uh, this is the Xbox, and we'll hit up the, uh, the PS4, assuming we get the approval on that. Hell, yeah. Well, Mike... I don't know about you, but I had an awesome time talking to you, man. This That's was fucking great. Uh, we're going to have to do this again real soon. I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening, all our new subscribers and listeners. You guys are the shit. Um, be sure you guys check out this video game when it drops in the spring um, and follow Retrosoft Studios on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow Juice Pro Wrestling there. We're everywhere. You guys, tell your friends about the show. You know, we're we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on all that. Anywhere people find podcasts, YouTube, we're there. So you can hear all of our good shit, all the stories from all of our fabulous guests. Yeah! Like Mike, who's the man. And, uh, yeah, there's one more thing we got to do before we go. 
Oh, wait, you got to call the voicemail at 1-872-267-4199. Yeah, it's like the Mean Gene hotline, but with Tom Lounges. What the fuck? fuck? But yeah, follow us, join us, have fun with us, interact with us, because at the end of the day, that's what life's all about is fun. You know, don't be so serious all the time. What's your problem? And you also got to wet em up. Wet em up. Wet em up. Wet em up. Retrosoft Studios gets me so wet. You gonna do sex to me? What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analyst consumer access.org number 330.